Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fadero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 362. And I am here, as always, with the feverish Fenero, and it is that time of year. Ah, literally music to my ears. The Academy awards it's time for some nominations we have a couple more categories this year than we did you can't even talk like he's he heard the music and wiping off friggin tears yeah it's like this uh, enormous amount of respect and reverence you have to give the music last week while while we listened to this music last week we we did uh rookie lucians we did and you know what i'd like to add to that what i'm gonna try my hardest to swear a lot fucking less in life and on this show well, you're failing miserably then <laughs> well i mean it was mid mid rookie lucian i had to get one in <laughs> it's your way of just getting the last one in before you uh fucking stop doing it uh, 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 yeah you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, i said less yeah, I dude. Said it, less. It would it would be a very difficult thing for me. I think I do pretty good on this show, though. I don't I don't drop a ton of them, but I think I, there are absolute moments where where it's kind of fun. No, it's, it's an excellent word. It brings pleasure to a joke. It it brings it in. Academy Awards. So what Feverish and I are going to try to do here today for your ears is nominate a few people. For some categories, we've got categories laid, laid out, such as best wide receiver, best rookie tight end, da 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 da. We've got some cool stuff: the Will Fuller Award, best rookie surprise, most exaggerated season, ease of buy players. We want you guys to get in on this and get some votes in. Um, this year, I think you're going to hear this show a little bit after some of the polls release. Yeah, get some more votes in. So. Yeah, that's what we're going to kind of do. But we're going to control this a little bit more than we have in the past, just because I think Feverish and I have learned what direction we want this to go. I don't know if it's the right direction, but we've learned what direction we want this to go. And I think we're qualified to make these calls. It's Yeah, absolutely. I don't know who could be more qualified. We'll start this show in about five seconds. Or now. (laughs) That was brilliant. So, man, we've talked a lot about this one. And like, so, so do you have anything you want to say before we dive into this? Just that um, it's, it's, it's kind of like polar opposites when we went through these categories that were in the past, for example, um surprise or udfa was like one clear-cut guy and pretty much nobody else and that was a little more shady um but then your your big categories your running back wide receiver tight end quarterback i think and most of our audience would realize that there's some clear-cut winners so that that was maybe a little 
less interesting to come up with nominations for, I'll say. But uh, that was kind of the, the nominations in a nutshell for me when I was going through all the names. It's tough. Yeah. I feel like this year I felt like there were cat- a couple categories in my head where there were clear-cut winners. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there's a couple where you push players in that may not deserve to be in. Oh, definitely. And then I get to this, I start to question the integrity of this. <laughs> now that it's that serious, this is for fun, but, <laughs> but let's be really serious for a minute. Cause we're podcasters and we have yeah. to be really serious yeah. about this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with that said, like, I think there's a couple guys where I start to wonder how many votes does said player bring in when we don't think that player deserves to even be maybe with other players mm-hmm. just because, you know, maybe you can think of a couple narratives where they they might deserve it or because of trolls, just like voting, just like ha ha ha. And um, so that's where. That's where some of this this year fell into me. I think that there it was just tougher. I think in the past we've had like the categories where you could it was it seemed easier to make a case to have like three wide receivers. This year, for example, I feel like if you don't vote for Puka, you have horrible take lock on the other players that would be nominated. So it's like, do we hand Puka the prize? Or do we take him out and like everybody but Puka? That's like you and I have talked on the side. So you already knew that was kind of in my head. Like, Jesus, do we just do we even have Puka in this because he's such a clear cut winner? Or is it just Puka, 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 Puka? Because if you know what I mean, like, how do you justify voting for anybody as the best rookie wide receiver other than Puka? And you know that still some people will have a hard time voting for Puka. Whether it's draft capital or just take locker. But I think that in the end, it doesn't really matter a ton because I, I think most, the majority, I think, would vote for Puka, right? I do. Yeah, I think I think Puka wins uh, and should win, hands down. And I think the poll would be more interesting if we say that Puka had won the award and runner-up is... And then oh, now there you go. Yeah. I don't and then list and then list the runner ups, because I think there's there's definitely some more dialogue, definitely a more interesting poll, like I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the runner up could hand Puka the trophy. There you go. Like put him to work. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that. You want to do that then for this one? I do. Feverish and I have talked a lot. To, like this show is pretty planned, but there were some stuff we're, we're talking out on the show because we thought it would be a little bit more organic. Feverish and it did already do that is. for me. Yeah, I Jesus. did just for you. Jesus. <laughs> um, so Puka wins. I wish Puka was here with us. To, he could uh, talk us through the rest of this. Yeah, it would be nice. I would trust everything he had to say. So, do you agree with me that Zay Flowers should be mentioned in this? I do, and I think a lot of people will vote for Zay. He really came. Uh, to be the number one wide receiver on that team. And I think kind of clear cut. I like him. I like Zay, actually. Uh, what he, you know, was able to do, considering the different players and the experience level that were in front of him. And then on top of that, the low pass volume. I think Zay Flowers had a very successful season. Yeah. Who would have thought if when you're coming into the 2023 rookie class here, the 
me, Swag00G would have been the guy that's like, hey, we got to make sure we get Zay Flowers on that wide receiver list, too. Because I, I was pretty against the idea. I still, um, even like getting ready for the show, have you have that like hard time kind of being like, huh, like, mm-hmm. okay, you know. But then there, another show, another show. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> but what does Zay Flowers end up being in terms of fantasy, even if he is a fantasy wide receiver, like the wide receiver one for that right. team? Right. He's still a wide receiver two. Uh, yeah, I mean, low end, I'd say. So, and that's where, but nonetheless, like a great rookie season. I think he belongs oh, on yeah. this list. Yep, and I think he's going to have a long career. Yep, 77 receptions, 108 targets, 856 yards, uh, five touchdowns. I felt silly for not talking about him last week mm-hmm. when we kind of went through the top list. We kind of skipped right over him. I was like, hey, like that, that was... Uh, Probably a little bit of shade on my part. So when we were putting this show together, I was like, eh, like, damn it. Time to give Zay a voice. Got to give Zay a voice. That one, those are the ones, like, I think um, for any anybody that calls himself an analyst, and I, and I just, I don't mean that as, as a snarky way. I just don't know what we are. Are we analysts? But <laughs> um, those are the ones I think that hurt a little bit more than, like, missing out on Puka is when you're you're really adamant about like staying away from a player like Zay Flowers because of maybe size or landing spot combination of both and then it's like yeah you know like but but then there's still like price is going to come into play here and I think that you're probably still going to have a majority of people that'll pay a little bit more for Zay Flowers than I will and I'll probably turn my head a different direction for my wide receivers I still get that like little pit in my stomach that it, it's not going to ever be enough, meaning like his production is never going to quite be enough. Like it's never going to quite meet his value. His value is mm-hmm. really nice and high. And it, it, we, we've been talking about this for years and years. Past volume and opportunity is everything. And, you know, he got a majority of the opportunities, but it's still uh, a smaller piece of the pie. Or I'm sorry, a smaller pie to begin with. So it's a smaller piece. Yeah. Who else we got on this list? Feverish. I think Jordan Addison has to be on the list. Um, finished uh, with 108 targets, 70 receptions, 911 yards, and 10 touchdowns. I think that's the most of all wide receivers. Yes, it is by two. Mm-hmm. Jordan Addison showed that he could run an offense without Jefferson and get some big numbers and then get respectable numbers with Jefferson there. So, and that's all in his rookie season. So phenomenal rookie season for Addison. Jordan Addison. So man, feverish, feverish, feverish. (laughs) This runner up thing's got you kind of spinning now, doesn't it? Well, Rasheed Rice, I think it's like this. You this makes me feel like we're all of a sudden on a Sesame Street episode, and um, you added somebody that makes me feel like one of these things is not like the other. Oh, one of these okay. things doesn't belong, and I want to hurt your feelings. But that's that's Jaden Reed. Like I don't, I'd throw yeah. him up for the Will Fuller Award before I'd put him on this list. Ooh. <laughs> wow, that was nasty. All right, all right. <laughs> um, fair enough. I mean, uh, Jaden Reed, uh, 
it was one of my fa- uh I'm sorry, one of my favorites down the stretch. And I think he did show out. I think he does have uh um a, a very good rookie season. Uh he's right up there with Rice and Addison as far as fantasy numbers for the season. Um eight touchdowns himself. And I, I would argue that Jaden Reed was given an opportunity later than an Addison or Nakuya or, well, no, Rice and I would say Rice and, and Reed were, were, were given their opportunity slowly about at the same rate. But uh, so to be up there in the top four in fantasy standings to to uh, to have um, 64 catches, almost 800 yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah, I, 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 I think he belongs in the discussion. I think he. <laughs> Probably won't win. Don't get me wrong. No, I don't think he'll win. <laughs> I don't think he'll win. I mean, man, week 14, 10 targets brings in eight of them, 27 yards. Mm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm picking and choosing. That's, that's not totally yeah, fair. He has right. other weeks where he had four, he went four for four with 112 yards, you know, right. Totally different side of the coin there. Man, this is a tough one, feverish. I kind of like two rushing touchdowns, 120 on the ground. So it's got 10 total touchdowns. Yeah, man, I don't know. I think you want to pull them off so we get more attention on Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, and Rasheed Rice for the poll. I I will. I I kind of want to take votes he doesn't deserve, but I also, yeah, I wonder what he would take. I'm kind of curious myself. And like we said, like we don't have to be so serious. This is for fun. Right. Um, I'm trying to decide what my issue is with, I think that part of my issue is, is that I think that it's a little bit of the hype that's been around him. Mm. And I feel like it it takes me back to when we were trying to figure out what, and this is so long ago, but what Devante Adams was going to be. And I think in that time we were also like, trying to figure out who the green Bay wide receiver was going to be. And I think we're still in that moment where mm. like last year we thought it was going to be dubs or Watson. And now we're kind of like, yeah, it's probably not going to be those guys. I don't think Reed did anything to stand out any differently than those guys really did last year. I think they've all shown flashes, man, mm. Finero, Can we have him? I don't know if you're going to like this. Can we have him in this poll with the all these wide receivers, but also have him in the poll with maybe players we're too excited about? Sure. See what happens? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think that's fair. I'm just yeah. really curious here, man. Like, man, I maybe this is another one I'm going to be wrong about, but I feel like this is somebody I want to stay away from that's not going to have like the career arc that like the other players mentioned in this particular poll here will have i have moved Jaden reed's name also into the category of most exaggerated season performance of 2023 this is crazy can you believe rookie fevers even doing this <laughs> <laughs> but man i don't i don't quite know what it is i think um because i wanted to go into like his catch rate but it's not really that much different than the other wide yeah. receivers listed on here right no he has the least amount of targets from all the wide receivers on there, but mm-hmm. no, I think it's, I, I didn't do the math, but the catch rate does look pretty decent. So yeah, we'll have to see. But anyway, I'm sorry. There are other players on the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Jaden Reed. And then we had Rasheed Rice, who we kind of glossed over. We already talked about Jordan Addison a little bit. Um, I talked about 
I talked about Jaden Reed too long. Do you want to go over the stats for these guys or? Oh, um, I think we kind of did that as we were going. Um, I definitely, you definitely said Zay Flowers. I definitely said Jordan Addison. If you want to, uh, I'll do Rasheed Rice for everybody. Rasheed Rice had 79 receptions, um, 938 yards, seven touchdowns, and one hell of a wild card game last night. So, yeah, yeah he really, uh, we, we talked last week. Uh, almost uh, in perfect lockstep about Rashi Rice retaining his value in the offseason. And I think we both agreed that he would. I think that that one playoff game, and he is advancing, let's see what he does throughout the rest of the playoffs, certainly did that. Yeah, super quick before you move to tight ends. Like, I don't want to take up too much more time, but like, so this game that you're talking about as it happens. So a lot of times for me, I like to like, I'm probably not going to make you an offer for Rasheed Rice this time of year, but let me tell you why it's because I'm watching injuries. Like, and I'm, I'm actually like trying my best to buy players that are already through their games. And I know that they're, going into the off season with a certain amount of safety. But then when you do that, you have players like Rasheed Rice go off and now I'm going into the off season as him being practically unobtainable unless yeah. I really want to pay out, which I think he's worth a certain price. But this is a case where what I usually do to my fantasy teams, I think is will work against me. So you also have to watch those players that you think are in situations where they might go off like Rice did against the Dolphins. And now, now I, I missed out because I'm playing this stupid game, not wanting players to get hurt in the postseason. So right. I don't know. It's tough, man. So we probably can go to the best rookie tight end, considering that the dialogue there is probably going to be similar as well, that it's a little top heavy with uh, with Sam Laporta. I think we both agree that it's pretty hard to <laughs> put one of the best tight end performances in the NFL all time and not have this guy win the category. And I'm not really even sure if doing a runner up on this one is a smart idea. Because I feel like the runner-up is going to be a slam dunk, Kincaid. Yeah, I agree. So this is one of those that probably just needs to... And we've done this in the past. We just... Saquon Barkley, for example. Like, we just give a category away. It's not really worth polling. Um, so what do, you, what do you think about that idea? Best rookie I tight end. I think we should make three Sam Laporta nicknames and then have <laughs> Sam Laporta go up against those nicknames. All right. We'll do it. So Sam Laporta. Yep. All right. Do you want Pam Supporta? Pam Supporta. <laughs> um, I want to say Slam Laporta, but then that sounds kind of too much like I want to slam him. Yeah. Uh, we could go with um, Teleporta. This is pretty hard. <laughs> Teleporta. Teleporta Williams. And um, why Williams? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's random and funny. That's what pretty much anybody that looked at it would say. Like, why Williams? Um, we could do. We could make it sound like 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 uh, like uh, more highbrow. Like, do Samuel Leporte or something. Oh like yeah, that. we'll find his middle name too, or make one. Oh, there you go, middle name. I like it. All right, there you go. We'll we'll, we'll refine this maybe a little bit, but yeah, yep, that works for me. So. That takes us to the next category, best rookie QB of 2023 and swags. This is almost same, even worse, yeah, isn't it? It, it, it? It's 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 much worse. 
Because Anthony Richardson is going to be that guy that probably wins without even playing. And we'll let, you know what I mean? And nobody wants to talk about Bryce Young. Bryce Young, everybody's either right. like, oh, you got to give him a chance yeah. or they're out. And this is another example of somebody in a wild card game that proved he belongs. CJ Stroud running away with this award, so this running away with this nomination. CJ Stroud versus Stroud above the cloud. Okay. Above the cloud, Stroud actually. I there like you that go. better. Above right. the cloud, right. Stroud, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, then what? Um, I'm gonna do. Um, Not Bryce do, Young. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do PJ Proud. Yeah, I'm going with PJ Proud. All right, all right. I like PJ Proud, and then I will just do three for that. Yeah, I mean, does it do it? I think they're gonna get the point. And then. And then we get to best rookie running back. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a little bit more discussion. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so, rookie running back. This one's really tough for me. So, we have Bijan Robinson. It's not tough to nominate him, but it's tough to maybe choose. Is that what you're saying? Because we don't have to choose till next week. Um, so, for me, for me, I think this is a two-man pull. I agree. I agree. I don't think that um, Devin A. Chain Achan yeah. is in this same conversation. I agree. Uh, I don't know if it's just me not wanting him to be either. I don't think that I, I don't want him to take away any votes from how close this poll could be with Bajan and Jameer Gibbs. Okay. I don't want him to even have 10% of those. I'd like to see all of those go Let's where I, I feel like this is one of the true battles here. Right. If we keep a chain yep. out, I agree. And I feel like we're taking a risk of having him take just that little bit away from one of the true battle, uh, at least positional. I agree. Um, so I'd like to keep it, but I, th- I think you're with me. It sounds like, but just yeah. Robinson. And when we, and when we get, and when we talk about the results next week, we'll have more interesting dialogue on, on choosing one of these two running backs. Yep. So 214 attempts for Robinson, 976 yards, four touchdowns, 58 receptions, 86 targets, 487 yards, another four touchdowns. 1,471 all-purpose yards. Jameer Gibbs, 182 touches, so 32 less than that of Robinson, and only only like 30 less yards, 940 yards, 10 touchdowns, 52 receptions, 71 targets, 316 yards, total of 1,261 all-purpose yards, so about 200 behind that of Robinson. Fantasy points, very similar. Um, man, I think this is this is one of the the battles for <laughs> the Academy Awards, actually. So that'd be a fun one to talk about. That said, I think a chain. I think that he's a decent running back. We also saw that Miami was happy to do that with anybody on the team, whoever was healthy. It reminded me of the Forty ers before they had McCaffrey. Yeah, definitely. So I don't I don't feel that great about about him. I'd be happy to he's somebody I'd happily sell this offseason. Gibbs and Robinson, I'm happy to pay up for. He's a buy on Robinson? Man, I don't know. Do you think? Maybe. That's slight crack. I, I don't I don't think anybody 
of the young guys like Pitts and Robinson in London are a super easy buy right now. No, you're probably just with um, everybody hopeful that they'll have new management that utilizes the players a lot better. Maybe, Uh, maybe about like there needs to be a new term on generational talent having a, 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 a crack if you will, <laughs> in yeah. being able to, to, to try to procure. Slip into the crack. So, yeah. What we got next here, Feverish? I think we got a category that we got to get rid of, and this is why. Ooh. So, in the past years, we had best UDFA, and over the years, there was only one clear-cut winner. So, we changed that to best late-round rookie, fifth round or later. Well, problem with that this year would be Puka would run away with that being the last pick in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. The very last pick in the fifth round was Puka. So, yeah, that's it's always a clear cut winner. Like last year was Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. We've had Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, um, that was just, but yeah, there's always the guy that's yeah. always clear cut because it's a rarity. Now, if you go UDFA, so if we go back old school to what we used to do in the first couple of years. You do have some names of some guys that were on fantasy rosters that, you know, rose their hand. And all these all these players um, were not even drafted. Oh, who is the right in? Who who did that? I wrote that. The reason I the reason I like how you phrase it, like, oh, and I've got a write in. (laughs) Write all your guys in. (laughs) Yeah, I did write them all in. This was like this was like this was like you know, can we add a quarterback to positional players in this instant because it didn't seem fair? But Tommy Defeat Tommy Devito is the name we're talking about, guys. Okay, so but here's (laughs) here's uh, okay. So on our poll, we can only have four. Four players to vote for. Yes. And of the five that are mentioned here, <laughs> I'm going to fight for Tommy DeVito. Are you? And that's only because of Superflex. And I know, like, if you're in thinner leagues or if you needed a quarterback, he was somebody that when he was starting, you knew you could start. And people were actually starting him in fantasy football leagues, even if it was just like a, a quick stretch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's the quarterback of that team for the future. That's not my, that's not what I'm putting on my sleeves here, but I do think that he was probably, I think that he, he deserves a shot here. Okay. I, in and the that, polls. I think that he deserves a shot in the polls. So, like we got to figure out who we're taking away more than who were, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, 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 and honestly, the reason I didn't, didn't know whether we should put him in or not is because a UDFA quarterback coming in and relief and winning three games in a row like that's yeah. that's that's like almost unfair right like a lot of these other names okay. and i'll, I'll list saying, yeah. right i'll list the uh, some of the other names for our listeners so they they see the same list we are talking about we got jake bobo i know you had to start jake bobo uh one I game lucky. i think i started I think you got lucky. Best week. Uh-huh. and these are other names that people had to start during the season because you know all know running backs get hurt all the time uh you got jaleel mclaughlin got Amari DiMarcado and Keaton Mitchell. And the one thing I'll say, the one guy I'll fight for is the only name on this whole list that I think has any value um, or spike, potential spike value where um, I I want is Keaton Mitchell. 
Um, I can see a, that. He's a small little that. guy, but there's already just a ton of buzz about him, and he's in Baltimore, and they run the ball a ton, and I think everybody's over Dobbins. So I can see the offseason, his, his momentum of value going. I think all the other running backs on here, Jaleel and Amari, DeMarcado, I think they're just guys, so they go away. Bobo is going to be like a third or fourth wide receiver on the team. And and Devito, I think, is is almost unfair what he what he did as a UDFA. Like I feel like he he almost just kind of runs away with it, just because these names aren't that you know. But with that being said, I don't think Tommy Devito has much of a you know career moving forward either. They, they figured him out. I, I agree games. with mostly everything. I mean, and I yeah. don't say mostly. I can't think of anything I don't agree with there. Who do you want to take out? How about that? So we can leave well, Tommy I Devito in. Kind of agree. So I feel like were you saying <laughs> that you? kind of don't want DeVito in here because you think he's going to take too many votes. Was yeah. that kind of your point? Or, or he's going to, he, he, he like messes up the argument, right? Like you can just look at performance, but now when that a quarterback's in there, now you're looking at like historical, like, I don't even know how many UDFAs have ever done that. You know what I mean? So like that, yeah. like, that's why I feel like, because it's such a special thing and because he's a quarterback and quarterbacks are rarely put up against other positional players in these awards because they do have that unfair you know what i think he's the one we have to take out also because i think that he got like people were having like a little bit too much fun with uh him just because of his Italian heritage, that his yeah. name is so plastered yep. in everybody's head that There's i thought that, that he's going to be the easy vote i agree so yeah I'm, I'm with you i'm with you there now on to the Will Fuller Award. This is the biggest disappointment of 2023. Um, so in years past, like the Will Fuller Award also, like, I think it has come with like a certain amount of excitement that I don't think players deserve as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't think we had that as much this year. So I think that, uh, the players that we have listed here as nominations fit the bill the best. Yeah, this is this is one more. Uh, sometimes, like you and I, will get really excited about what Twitter or X Twitter is gonna gonna vote on, and we're excited about like Gibbs versus uh, Bijan. Uh, but this is one I think too, where you could make a, a really good argument for anyone on this list. So let's go through this list really quick, and then tell me who you want to buy the most and who you want to sell the most on this list. Yep. Minus, yeah, uh, let's get rid of, let's get rid of Tank. Yep. So the Will for Will Fuller Award nominations are biggest disappointment for 2023. We have Quinton Johnston, Bryce Young, Roshan Johnson, and Kendra Miller. I would like out of this list to buy Kendra Miller. And now is that just I, because Kamara showed out more than you thought he would, or you think he'll be gone, or? I think it's the unknown, right? We didn't even see Kendra Miller really play. So um, I'm going back to pre-draft analysis and thinking, okay, if he gets his opportunity, that this is going to be an asset that I'm going to be most excited about. Or Roshan Johnson, I think I know who what he is now. Um, that would be my second choice for sure, would be Roshan. Um, and, and I mean, Roshan only had to beat out Herbert. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that. Not you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like a really there was long. No Kamara no. in Chicago. Yeah, man, it, it's tough. And I then, hate to have that as the. <laughs> I I, uh, I I have a lot of Roshan Johnson. Uh me too. I mean, me decent too. amount. I'm not. Me too. Not I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna say decent amount. Teams, yeah, but decent amount. Definitely didn't make them. No. So I think the player 
of Quentin Johnson, Bryce Young, Roshan Johnson, Crenday Miller that I want to sell the most is going to be Bryce. Mm-hmm. And that's because um, I think I can find a spot for him in my league that believes in him enough to where I can move on to something that I feel better about. Even right. if it's, I can probably still get a quarterback. Um, I think he's the one I want to move on from the most. The buy is super tough for me here, Fenero. <laughs> well, they are they are the Will Fullers. You, you're not a big fan. I think I'm going with Johnston. And my narrative is that we don't really know what's going to happen with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. And now everybody's kind of saying, well, we did see him without those players, though. But we didn't really see him for a long period of time with Justin Herbert and without those players. I do think we saw enough to where we saw them trying to increase his usage, Johnston's usage throughout the season, even when he was struggling. So I I think they want to get him reps. I think that there's something in that player that they believe in. And if they continue to go with him, I I think I want to buy that player attached to Herbert. Um, That said, like, man, uh, last episode you mentioned – quarterbacks and how like you just want to get attached to quarterbacks and uh even if it's backing somebody up like 60 something quarterbacks the last couple seasons each not not combined each year yeah i kind of i i agree with that i'm not disputing that at all but i feel the same way about running backs Mm, i want to get attached to some running backs i don't feel like we can live through the draft in this next rookie class I, I want to get attached to some running backs just like I do some of those quarterbacks you were talking about. It's going to be really hard to pick and choose. Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller, I think are players I can probably get a little bit cheaper than um, Johnson, even with Johnson struggling. Um, man, I, I kind of don't mind trying to buy all those players at, at, at cost or what I perceive to be their cost. I'm, I'm actually going to sell – Quinton Johnston for all the reasons that you want to buy him. Um, I think he does have decent value because he's attached to Herbert. I think there's going to be an opportunity in the wide receiver room to move up a notch. I just, all my alarms bell, bells went off when I saw every single name that was getting more snaps, more reps, more more catches, more targets than Quinton Johnston when they desperately needed him all year long. I just feel like he's not getting it. He reminds me of like that slow progression Sky Moore, like everyone said, oh, well, Sky Moore next year, you know, he's attached to Patrick McCombs. It'll be okay. Like, I'm, I feel like this is, this would be my get out moment for Quentin Johnston, where I feel like I could still get my value back, where I feel like one more year of this or one more whatever Mm -hmm. season of this, it could, it could get very bad very quickly. Yeah, definitely. And, and to your point, I, I still think he is the one that's a little tougher to acquire than, the Kendry Miller, Roshan Johnson. Yep. So you are probably paying a little bit more to take on that risk still. Right. And if you want to sell him and you don't have Herbert, I think that your first move is uh, um, to go to the Herbert team. And Definitely. they'll probably be like, yeah, that would be a fun stack. If yep. they think anything like me and a lot of <laughs> silly dynasty heads. The Will Fuller Award, folks. Next the category, best, best game of 2023, Feverish. I'll let you do this one, too. All right. So we got Puka. What? 
Puka what? Nakua versus New Orleans <laughs> showing up in another category. Week 16, nine receptions. This is so this is like weeks after we were worried to Cooper Cup coming back, right? Like we Puka was like just running with it and then Cooper Cup came back and like Puka had one dip and then came back and had another good game. Here in week 16, very important game for the Rams. Nine receptions, 164 yards and a touchdown. Also had two carries for 16 yards. CJ Stroud versus Tampa Bay week nine. This is his ninth NFL game ever as a quarterback in this league. 30 for 42, 470 yards. Guy almost throws for 500 yards, but he five touchdowns on top of that. None of them were rushing. They are all passing touchdowns. Then we have the, the game that everybody probably didn't start. Davon A-Chain in his first real start. Week three, for God's sake. 18 carries, 203 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. But then he backs it up with four for four in the reception category for 30 yards. But the more staggering part of that, another two touchdowns. This is a four-touchdown game for A-Chain. Yeah. I think most start Mostert also went off in this game. Might have been 10 touchdowns between the two of them. It was sick. Um, but anyway, long story short. I think it short, was one of the top 10 non-quarterback yeah. performances in fantasy. Probably. Like, yeah. His, yeah. You know what I mean? Like These are the ones you remember forever. Yep. I remember Doug Martin had one of these. It was like a 55-point game. Like These are the ones you just remember because they're just so, such outliers. Who do you think is going to win this? Not who are you voting for? Who do you think is going to win this? Because I think that, I think that that, like you just mentioned at the end, those are the ones that stick out. I think that there's a good chance that this is Devin A. Chain. I do too. Not that it's undeserving either. And I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah. I'm going to have to think about it. But yeah, I think, I think A. Chain just, just, just looking at this sheet of paper, just, I don't even know how I'm going to fit it in the poll of what he accomplished. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I guess all purpose yards and uh, touchdowns, you know what I mean? Because it's not even going to fit so much stuff. Um, CJ Stroud, though, man, what what a season. Yeah. Uh, if you have CJ Stroud, you are, you are a very happy franchise. The, uh, the next one here, best rookie surprise. This one's tough for me. Um, got a few players listed. I had, I had two. Finero took my Stroud away and gave it to himself with his big long list. Um, but man, I feel like there's, I feel like, I feel like this could almost also be like the, the best rookie, like rookie, almost like in a weird way with the surprises that I feel like this should be Puka Stroud, maybe Laporta. Puka Stroud, maybe Laporta. Laporta. What about Tank Dell? Um, I get the argument. Um, I think there probably was a little bit of surprise. I think that more people were talking about Tank Dell than were talking about Puka. And I think that Puka also did better than Tank Dell. Yep. If that makes sense. You know, sure. I heard Tank Dell and a lot more than I heard Puka, like, yeah. pre-rookie draft, um, I think. And the reason I say Stroud is because we want to forget about the times when everybody was Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson over Stroud. I think that's why Stroud's got no chance to win this. Yeah. I think that could be I, too. Cause it, I think you want to act like he's been yep. the one-on-one quarterback the yes. entire time and yep. nobody was duped into Bryce Young at all. Yep. Exactly. 
Yes, I think he's got no chance of winning it. And then and then I think it, it's probably going to be between, you know, Puka and Laporta. And because you even, you know, kind of showed your cards. And you're like, I don't even know if Laporta is on this list. I think Puka, Puka takes this one again. So I, I think Laporta definitely deserves to be on here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Neither of us have any shares. We talk about how jealous it, we yeah, are. Yeah, it's not like I was telling everybody mm-hmm. to go get the tight ends in this class or anybody was. Yep. So for uh, a rookie tight end to not only have an amazing season but be tight end one at times, he, he yep. probably would have been at this point if he wasn't for his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now it's Evan Ingram. Who would have thought? You know, Yeah, I'm holy macro. So, yeah, he belongs on this list. I I uh, I feel like Tank Dell might take this one, and I don't think he deserves it. Hmm. Tank Sell for the win. Tank Ooh. Dell should be on the Will Fuller Award. Should he be on the Will Fuller Award, or should he be on the most exaggerated season performance for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's our next category. So let's let's <laughs> let's let's leave him in surprise for just a second. Um, and I will put question marks there. We will have to make our mind up before the end of the show. But most exaggerated. I think we can season. leave him on there. I'm curious how people yeah. feel, and maybe I'm leave wrong, him. You know, post. yeah. Most exaggerated season performance of 2023. Swags, you wanted this category because of one name. What's that name? It's Tajay Spears. You hear a lot of people getting excited about him a lot, and even the games where you haven't seen much Henry. I mean, he's only been okay in an offense that we've seen run a decent amount and i think he has 700 all-purpose yards so he did he did have like a pretty 50 50 split like of how he was used and how he got those yards i think like i don't know exactly i'm not looking at it right now i can get to it but i think it's like 400 on the ground and three something through the air and but we talk about him like he's the next coming and He's replaceable. He has injury concerns, and I don't even know if he—he's the backup on the team. Like I don't even know if he's superior talent on the team, let alone the NFL and what I think some moving parts will do in free agency. So I, I think we just got a little too excited about not too much. Um, and then everybody heard during the show we added Jaden Reed to this. I want to hear your argument for Michael Wilson. Yeah, so Michael Wilson was like my my personal like I because you know that uh, we I guess we both were really enjoying a Michael Wilson. Um, I guess waiting for his breakout all season and the Kyler Murray thing for me. Um, uh, when I saw him come back, I was like, okay, this is when. I can see Michael Wilson a little more, and I feel like he was just mediocre, kind of, maybe even below that. He was meh. Michael Wilson was meh for me for most of the season, if not all of it. And I think he had a game that that, that got exciting, but um, I feel like I exaggerated his season for 2023 throughout it. Like I felt like it was, I felt like it was momentum, but it never was. It was just constantly an idol. Like he wasn't, he never got into a gear. Um, so I feel like there's, there was, there was a pre-draft analysis that I was hanging on and waiting for it to cash out and just never happened. So for the 2023 season, I'm not saying for dynasty at all. I think I exaggerated his performance. Hmm. I felt like I had to own up to that at the end of the year. 
I don't think it was all that bad, though. It's not. And I, I still I mean, like him long seasons. Three games. Three he missed games. three seasons. Oh, my he missed God. Three a rookie games. with three seasons missed? <laughs> missed three games. Yes. Still at 565 yards. And mm-hmm. and that was with, like, two of his last four games hardly being targeted when Kyler Murray came back. So the chemistry wasn't even there yet. Yeah. And then his last game of the season, he did finish strong. Yeah. All, the, all that's true. All that's true. Are you in or out? I know that you, you said exaggerated for the season. I'm – I'm, I'm, I, I do. I'm still optimistic, but I'm I'm still nervous that that is just because I want to be right. I really am. I think I think there's a there's an equally good chance that I'm just wrong about my goals. Um, let me He's ask just you like, this. He could just be a guy, just a guy. I don't say, think this is saying a lot either way, but I I, I don't know if this, is this a weird question, Jahan Dotson or Michael Wilson? Jahan Dotson. Hmm. Yeah. I just I still just really like Jahan Dotson. I know he had a down year. He's a buy for me. What about Terry McLaurin? Uh, we could go on about this forever. Yeah, we could. <laughs> Both of well, them down year because of Sam Howell, though. Is that the kind of? I mean, yeah, yep. That's that's where my, that's where I'm at. So most exaggerated season: Keaton Mitchell, Tajay Spears, Michael Wilson, Jaden Reed. Yep, that'll be a fun one to see where the votes go. Ease of buy. I had a tough time thinking of ease of buy. I think you could do like any crappy player that yeah. you believe in. Yeah. And throw his name like Quentin Johnson. Yeah. I could, you know what I mean? I could. Yeah. Um, I was the same way on this one. So I was like, there was this like, I was trying to come up with names that weren't talked about in the rest of the list, to be quite honest. That's what I did. Yeah. Because we had talked about like a lot of similar names until we got to these, some of these unique categories. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to drop some names that we haven't talked about that that I do have some interest in. Uh, and so I that, that's how I treated this category. But that's not the best way to treat it. Like, you're right. I bet any person filling out that poll, if they had the time and the poll was, uh, uh, you know, could reach 10,000 people, yeah. you'd have 10,000 answers. And, and uh, so I'll be honest, this was my idea. We talked about it last week to add this to the Academy Awards. I don't know if it works. No, I don't think it does either. I agree. So let's just get rid of it. It's gone. We'll talk about some ease of buys as the show goes on, though, and uh, tell you how we're going to handle those situations, try to help you with that. But I just don't think it works for this show. Nah, I don't think so either. Thanks for shitting all over my idea, Finero. <laughs> That's not what happened. Not what happened. <sighs> Best rookie of 2023. We'll give it a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, Just a little bit. Uh, uh, All right, that's enough. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we only have four names here. And the first is CJ Stroud. <laughs> Next one after that is probably Puka. Next one after that is probably Laporta. And then it kind of drops off probably after that. But Jameer Gibbs also made the list. It's hard to put Gibbs on there and not Bijan, though, when you don't know yeah. the outcome of that poll. Exactly. So we're going to get removing Gibbs, and we're just going to go Laporta, Stroud, and Puka. Because that, actually, I wouldn't mind hearing. Seeing what the, yeah. the masses believe. You got very different reasons for each one. And remember, uh, Fenero and I get to vote on this, but Rookie Fever doesn't. Yeah, I know. It's messed up. Rookie Fever has no say in what we do. <laughs> So we we'll have to get these. We we'll have to get these polls out. Control everything. Yeah. Well, pretty much on on X Twitter anyway. Yeah. We we'll, we'll have to get these. There's 
quite a bit of poles to get out there, but if we could uh, get them out soon, we can get maybe some uh, some traction on these. So some fun stuff to talk about next. Yeah. Week. So we're going to throw this out a little earlier than the show. People will be voting on this, probably put the show out midway through and go back to listen to a little bit of both. We Part of that reason, we just want to make sure those polls are out there a little longer this year and um, really get some solid results. I think that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, baby. We got through it. Too easy peasy. Finero, I accepted that golf trade. Oh, good. Good for you. It was, it was an interesting one. It, it was hard to let go with Jonathan Taylor, I won't lie, but yeah. when you're looking at it and even having two late first rounders that I think I can either trade away for something or add some depth in a 16-team league, and mm-hmm. now to have three starting quarterbacks um, with Mac Jones not being a viable player on no. that team. Um, I traded yeah. away golf in a, in a league uh, prior to this season, and I have some regret, regret on that for sure. I think, I think golf is... Detroit's quarterback. I agree, man. I'm buying. I think that they will get something done, and he'll be their I agree. long-term quarterback, at least for a few years here. So. I didn't believe that before this year. I'm, I'm all in on that this year. Yeah. Uh, you can you can tell he's, he's a leader on that team. It's very, yep. very important that he stays. Yep. You know him as at Otbock TV. I am at Swagzilla0G. This is at Rookie Fever. We're leaving you now. We are out. Yeah, I get a fever that's so hard to bear Rookie fever When you kiss me Fever when you hold me tight Fever In the morning Fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime Moon lights up the night I light up when you call my name And you know One-on-one scouting is never done this to be throwing run I told you anyone size and speed just unreal landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout age for rookie fever stage? Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Juliet, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it, fever without blaming you Fever so who's got the fever? Cause I got the fever. Now you got the fever. So she got the fever. And he got the fever. No cure for the fever. So let's feed the fever. Thank God for the fever. Thank God for the fever. 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 Fever.